In a world full of prescription drugs for healing and living reactive lives, Fit to Succeed podcast is here to encourage, educate, and empower you to make decisions for the longevity of your life. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a mom to four boys, a wife to a SWAT sniper, gym owner and fitness coach, and a huge advocate for establishing healthy habits that are sustainable so you can achieve success, fitness related or not. Here we talk about physical health as well as mental and spiritual health. It's a place where you discover what success means to you and where your health is a major contributing factor. Get ready to be inspired. It starts right now. Hey guys, welcome back here. Another episode of fit to succeed. I am getting over a cold myself. So I sound a little nasally and hopefully I won't have too many coughing fits throughout this episode because today's episode is super important. A lot lately I've been talking about our physical health, um, which is super passionate, a passion of mine, obviously just being in the fitness industry for so long. And, uh, it's just become easy for me because I've created such a habit. So today I thought I would switch it up a little bit and, uh, talk more, um, mental and spiritual health. We are in the month of October as we are recording this. And just a few days ago was mental health awareness. Um, so this kind of, uh, encompasses both mental and spiritual. Cause I do feel like they, uh, go pretty close together. So does physical. So, um, hence this whole podcast idea, but, um, today's podcast is all around the idea of being still. So obviously we are heading into a huge season of busyness for everybody. It's like I said, as I'm recording this, we're mid October, um, even just driving this morning to drop kids off. I was just thinking, oh my gosh, you know, like Thanksgiving or Halloween is right around the corner. Thanksgiving follows that so fast. And then Christmas. And then before you know, it's the the new year. So, you know, just looking at my schedule, I was just trying to find time for, for different things. Right. And I'm looking at my schedule and I'm like, when are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Is this even going to be possible? Am I going to just start booking stuff now in January? Because life is just so busy right now. And I know I'm not alone because even as I try to coordinate things with other people for so many different things, we're looking to do like a, uh, a fun one day boot camp thing coming up too. So as we're looking at all of that, it's just, everyone's schedule is so crazy busy. And honestly, it doesn't matter what time of year though, that you try to do anything like that. It's always going to be busy. It's just, especially apparent right now, as we head into these holidays, you know, for us, we've got so many things, you know, I'm on the PTSO board for my kids school, which I absolutely love. Um, I would say it happened by chance, but, uh, that never truly is the case. Um, but I love it. So we've got everything from fundraisers to teachers luncheons. We've got our holiday house coming up so many things with the PTSO with the boys, we are still, we're in smack dab middle of football with practices. We have games. It is half over, which is both exciting and sad at the same time. Um, you know, looking at our schedule, I'm like, okay, when is my husband in town? When is he out of town? When is he on call? When does he have a work trip or something specific to his work that we're trying to plan around, you know, family trip, um, We usually do something with our family and my husband's family between Thanksgiving and Christmas. 
and putting that on the schedule. We've actually gotten really good and putting it on the schedule uh, pretty early in advance. Even still though, to this day, like something came up that weekend for my oldest son, um, planning our own Thanksgiving trip. We go spend it up at the land. We did it for the first time last year. And oh my gosh, you guys, it's my favorite time of the year, um, up the land, my son, my youngest son, it's his birthday in the mix of all of this. So I was trying to figure out, I don't, you know, anybody's birthday that falls around this time, it's, you're trying to make sure that it, it is separated from the other, you know, natural holidays and and festivities that are happening. So And that's all before even factoring in the typical holiday events, whether it's parties or functions or anything that you uh, might be a part of or holiday traditions, Um, just looking at the schedule. So we're so busy. Um, And when I say we, I mean you and me and your family and your relatives and your school and your kids, Uh, we are all extremely busy right now. And it's funny because this time, two years ago, I almost want to say to the date, it might be, uh, I might be a couple of weeks ahead of the schedule here, but I was in the middle of taking a um, online course called Transformation Coaching Program. The basics behind the course and what I learned, I think it was 16 weeks. I loved it. I love taking online courses. Um, is that in short, and these are things like I know, but they just provided tools is that we are ultimately, we're the creators of our own lives, right? Um, I mean, we weren't the ones that created ourselves to be here. That was obviously, um, God in, in the timing that we are here on this earth for, but what we do with our lives that we're the creators of that. And if we're busy, we're to blame. If we're overstressed, we're to blame. If we're too tired, out of shape, in financial difficulties, et cetera, as sometimes as hard as that is to hear, it is on us. So that, that program that I took just kind of was teaching us all the tools and stuff of, of how to think and overcome that and how to take charge of our own lives. So one of the activities that, um, and the challenges that it provided us to partake in and I did it, was to spend four hours in complete silence, doing nothing, eating nothing, not walking, hiking, exercising, reading, journaling, or anything. It's literally you're sitting on your bum wherever you want for four hours straight and and doing absolutely nothing. So I was like, okay, this is definitely a challenge. I like challenges. And I found it on a time on my schedule that I could do uh, a four hour window, like amazingly, right? You can't ever find that. So I did it. It was a beautiful day. I remember that. So maybe it was a little, maybe a couple more weeks away as we're still in the nineties year. Um, but I sat outside and, you know, typically at first, like with everything and anything, when you go to sit down or take a nap, like I can't even take naps. Um, my mind just got super extra loud and busy. I was super antsy. So even just to sit down, um, and uh, very fidgety, it was just, it was hard. It was very hard. My mind was just going so quickly because I, I wasn't doing anything. So I wasn't distracted by my actions. I was fully focused on my thoughts. And, you know, of course, at first time moved at a snail's pace, (laughs) Um, but over time I settled in 
my brain also settled in. And in this time for me, I ultimately, I came up with one of my most creative ideas as an entrepreneur and kind of, um, thought through that process. And, um, and then before I knew it, like I really only had a little bit of time left. And so what is the point of all of this? What's the point of sitting still? What's the point of going through that pain of your mind being so busy? I mean, I'm sure you can relate if you even try to take a nap or if you struggle with sleep at night, the minute your head hits the pillow, it's like, you think of all these things you have to do. And, and so taking four hours away from, you know, my normal schedule every day to do this, this is kind of what I learned. So, um, so what is the point? Why take this time to physically slow down? And these are the three big lessons that I kind of took away from this experience. And I think it will really, well, in fact, I know it will help you to kind of think through this and, and I'm not asking you to take four hours of time. Um, I'll, I'll kind of explain this a little bit more, but just this idea of slowing down and being still. So lesson number one is the fact that I actually became aware of my thoughts. You may have heard this, but to actually like hear this again, um, the average person has anywhere from 12,000 up to 60,000 thoughts every single day. I, I like broke this down into like how many thoughts per second. And it's like, is that even possible? Like, is that, can I really have over a hundred thoughts every second? Um, but Yes. The answer is yes. And here's the other two interesting facts about this. So with all of the thoughts we have every day, 80% of our thoughts are negative. How like defeating is that? How eye-opening is that? That 80 or 80% of the thousands and thousands of thoughts we have every day are negative. And then this was also super interesting is that 95% of all of those thoughts are the exact same repetitive thought, repetitive thoughts that we had as the day before. So it's kind of like having groundhog day every day and kind of highlights the point that like, if you ever feel like you're in a rut or you're not progressing, whether it's in your fitness, maybe something at work or your health or finances, if you think about that, again, a thought, um, the fact is that 95% of the thoughts you're having today, you had yesterday. And so you're just living the same life over and over. And Dr. Joe Dispenza is uh, someone actually I found recently, but um, he said something really interesting is that, you know, when you wake up and you're having the same negative thoughts as you did yesterday, you're basically continuously living in the past. So you might have these big ambitions and dreams and goals for your future or things that you, you wish you could accomplish or hope to accomplish, or you have your eyes and your mindset on it's on your vision board. It's your new word for the year, whatever, but 95% of the thoughts that we're having today were the same thoughts we had yesterday and the day before and the day before that for the last several years. So we're essentially, we're living in the past and the majority of those are negative. And so <clears throat> we're just reliving these negative thoughts, uh, time after time. And so with lesson number one, when you become aware of your thoughts, that's when you can make a change. And that's one of the reasons that being still is crucial. Okay. 
So number two, being still brings clarity with so many, as I've just said, with so many thoughts that we have every day, so many to do's on our list, so many things we want to do, need to do, hope to do, don't want to do. It's easy for us to get in that brain fog. We call it mom brain sometimes. Um, obviously, sometimes a lot of it has to do with the foods that you're eating. But ov- overall, we, we're having these insecurities and confusions about, well, like all of it, our lives, our parenting, our relationships. Um, we just have so much confusion and insecurity around it because we're so bombarded with it. And after the initial time that uh, when the brain and thought seems uh, busier than ever, it just, it, it gets better. So um, when I was doing my time sitting there after the initial like craziness of my brain, just like going hundred miles an hour, it just started to get better. Um, what seemed super important wasn't actually as important as I thought. Uh, what seemed super urgent to have done ultimately wasn't as urgent as I thought. And so in this whole lesson, number two, about being still brings clarity is that when your mind slows down, the truly important and urgent things become clearer. So it's kind of like that. I know I'm going to mess up the saying, but seeing the trees through the forest or something like that, right? Like when you are constantly physically moving every day and reading this and consuming that consuming both food and with your mind and your eyes and what you're reading, what you're consuming, it becomes very cloudy. And, uh, you almost like don't know how to think for yourself. And so when you take all of that away, it kind of like starts to, at first you see the little light at the end of the tunnel, and then you're getting closer and closer. And it's like, all of a sudden things just become clearer. And so just slowing down and being still brings about clarity in your life. If, especially if you're looking for clarity, it's not, um, it's not consuming more researching more. A lot of times it's just being still. So that's lesson number two. And then the third and final lesson, um, from being still and taking the four hours that I did, Again, not saying that you have to take four hours, but we'll get to that in just a second, but is that it's just a reminder that Jesus wants us to be still. You've probably heard the verse in the Bible that just says, be still and know that I am God. So that's from Psalm 46, 10. Uh, it's one of my favorites now, especially, uh, just a reminder in my head. Sometimes when I feel overwhelmed or busy and it's just like, be still, just be still, And, you know, even the whole idea around the Sabbath, you know, God created the world in six days and on the seventh day he rested. So Sabbath is a day of rest. It's taking one full day out of seven to, to just kind of be still. We aren't meant to be logged on or plugged in 24 seven. God did not create us to do that. He designed the world and the human race to rest. So like I said, from the time of creation for the world, the world, um, when God created it, he, um, intentionally created a day of full rest and same with, uh, the weekly Sabbath is to rest from our own work and our own labor and the word, I'm going to butcher this too, I'm sure, but Shabbat, um, literally means to rest or stop. And it's, 
literally a time to rest and reflect. So when I was taking my four hours after my brain did its busyness and, and crazy thoughts, like it was time to rest and then reflect. And that then just creates more awareness of our thoughts and creates clarity in our lives by being still. So I wanted to share just a couple of Bible verses that, um, specifically where we're, were told to be still. So Zechariah 2 13, be still before the Lord, all mankind. Now Exodus 14, 14 says the Lord will, will fight for you while you keep still. And I think that is amazing. Cause it's like, you don't have to go anywhere, do anything, be anybody like the Lord will fight for you while you keep still. And the verse just before that, which is Exodus 14, 13 says, but Moses told the people, don't be afraid, just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. So, so many times when we're feeling overwhelmed, overstressed, overtired, just being still is our rescue. Um, and then another one here, first Samuel 12, 16 says, now then stand still and see this great thing the Lord is about to do before your eyes. So this is all just to say is I encourage you to choose to be still and let God, when you are still, let God take on your burden. Let God worry about the things that you're worried about. Let God, um, come to your rescue. Um, so all of this, as I said, I'm, I'm not saying for you to go out and find four hours out of your day to, to sit there and be still, but I encourage you to find your own time of stillness and what that looks like for you, whether that's something you do weekly, like, you know, every Sunday is something that, uh, we try to incorporate to some degree as much as we can, um, for the Sabbath is just resting. Maybe it's something you do every day. Maybe it's something you incorporated into your morning routine. Um, I'm a huge morning routine person, but, um, I used to be way better at it than I am now. And part of that morning routine was, was a stillness, was this quietness and, uh, time of reflection. So maybe it's something that you do for five minutes, Maybe it's something you do for an hour. Maybe it's something that you do all day where, you know, not necessarily sit and do nothing all day because you've probably got kids and responsibilities to some degree, but a, a day of rest and un, of unplugging. This is something I do on Sundays as I completely unplug from my phone, from social media. Um, and it just gives you that time to be reflective, to have your own thoughts um, to be aware of what your thoughts are, to create clarity in your own life about anything that you feel is unclear. And then ultimately it's just letting God do his thing. So that's what I have for you guys today. I encourage you to do it. And I would love to hear how it goes, whether it is something that you find a four hour time slot for and, and give me feedback. Let me know how that works for you. And if, like I said, if you can't do the four hours, it's finding what does work for you and not just listening to this episode and be like, Oh, that's such a really good idea. But like next step is okay. Look at your calendar. Can you incorporate it in, into your morning routine? Can you have it as something you do before you go to bed? Is it something that you do 
you know, once a week to a, a larger degree, or is it something you scale down and do every day for a few minutes? Uh, maybe it's at your lunch hour and you have five minutes just to rest and reflect and be still. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My hope is you found some inspiration, motivation, and the tools you needed to implement healthy habits into your life and never underestimate what you are capable of. It would also mean so much if you would subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Until next time.